0: And here we go. Welcome back to Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. I have no idea what episode we're on. We're gonna keep rolling, and we're all good with it. Um, Sam, what episode are we on? I really don't know. It's Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. I certainly know that's not the answer. Um, we're in the thirties. Well, spitball. We're in the ballpark thirties somewhere, almost to forty, I think. Something like that. I don't know why you guys are stuck with us this long, but we really appreciate it. Um so uh Wow,
1: this how you is been? such a
0: bottled intro. Yeah, how you been? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the, I maybe I should be doing the intros from now on because you're just doing a
0: terrible job. Doing a terrible job. Yeah What yeah, you think yeah. you can do better?
1: Yeah yeah yeah, okay, okay. Um Welcome in another Say the Fans podcast where we got sports sometimes entertainment, and Boring Stories by Jason. I'm your host, Sam Toomey, and we got a great show for you guys today. We got uh, LeBron James in the house. We got uh, D-Wade coming in to talk about his documentary. But first,
0: Jason, how was your weekend? Okay, let's back up what we just heard. First of all, you clearly haven't been paying attention to any intro I've ever done on this show, because I always start the show with the same three words.
1: Yeah, but I don't care.
0: Okay, well, we sort of set the intro for the show, and you just butchered it. And you lied to our fans twice. So, you know, I mean... One day we'll have LeBron and D-Wade on the same show. I That would be amazing.
1: It would never happen. I don't know what we would say. <laughs> Uh, LeBron, congratulations on, uh, being elected as the president of the United States. What are you going to do now?
0: Well, see, here's the thing about us is that like with some reporters, like you can go back, at least some, some people like who interview those high profile athletes can go back and be like, Hey, you know, I remember that time when we were talking to blah, blah, blah. And for us, it would just be like, nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I watched you both, uh beat my team the entire uh, the entire time I was watching them and the entire time you were in the league um
1: uh, first off uh Mr. James can I call you can I call you Mr. James uh yeah it's just it's just so lovely to meet you um I was just wondering did your manager get the large lump sum of money that we gave him to get you onto the show yeah oh was perfect it- you're not you're, you didn't come here out of the goodness of your heart perfect just all wanted right. to make that
0: clear all right cool cuz the only way we can operate is bribery that's it so yeah, no, I mean, I wish, but yeah, that would be hard for us. Like, we don't know them. It would be like, oh, "Hi, good, <laughs> good, good to, good to see you." I, I guess, good to hear from you. <laughs> how, how, how you been? <laughs>
1: <laughs> how you been? The, the one time I saw you on my television screen. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. It'd be an awkward interview for sure. Yeah. Um. So seriously, how was your week? Um, weekend was actually really
1: good. I didn't work too much, and I didn't have a lot of classes, so I was just chilling.
0: Yeah, so what did you do?
1: Oh, I went golfing for the first time in so long.
0: How'd you play? Triple digits?
1: I I actually played really well, Jason.
0: Okay, what's really well, relative to you? I think
1: it's the best I've ever played.
0: Okay, I feel like you say that after every good round you play, but like, what did you shoot?
1: Oh, I didn't keep score.
0: Well, then how do you know? <laughs> well, okay, so
1: ask, um, ask Bradley Warren how I played. I know you have no way of getting in contact with him, but, like, I think I only topped the ball, like, three
0: total times in the whole round. That's a record for you, probably. Yeah,
1: for, for me, like, doesn't
0: that paint, like, a really clear picture of how I played? Well, how many, how many fairways did you hit? Uh, do you almost know? Almost all of them. Almost all of
1: them? So we were playing, uh, it's a little nine-hole course. Um, oh, well, that diminishes that a little bit, but. <laughs> I mean.
0: I, just a little
1: bit. So you know who we're talking about here, right?
0: Yeah, I know. I just, that's why I said a little bit.
1: <laughs> but I was hitting some bombs. Like, I probably hit like a, probably 250 plus drive. That's good. I was feeling good.
0: I don't want to act, I don't want to act like I'm some, like, amazing golfer or anything. I'm. All right. But for you, that's.
1: And yeah, I was hitting the good. ball.
0: So, so in, um in Eugene,
1: it's been raining so much that um, this was like the first dry week in a while, but the course was like relatively like muddy still. Like um, Wood Creek. <laughs> cut. Well, the the course the course that I was playing at here was actually in better shape than Wood Creek is. Wood Creek is <laughs> awful every time I play there.
0: I don't but... know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's dry as a bone. But
1: because they just got the sprinklers on the whole time,
0: bro. It's seventy five this whole
1: week. It's February. <laughs> you, you better go out and play some golf. I guess, <laughs> but but I was hitting the ball so high in the air. Almost every approach shot, my ball would be plugged into the ground right <laughs> next to the – like we had spent like five minutes looking for from, from my ball. And it was like – it landed right over – oh, it's, in, it's an inch into the ground. Yeah, found sense. it. <laughs> yeah, it was, ben, it was like every hole.
0: Ben and I played at uh, Apple Mountain once. Or, well, we've played there more than once. But it was uh, on the ninth tee box. It's like literally like – just a bomb shot, you're like a, like 100 yards away from the fairway and you're elevated to a ridiculous height from the fairway. And it had rained a couple of days before and Ben just like skyrocketed a shot. It went to the moon and back. And we watched it land on the fairway and there was no bounce. And we were like, dude, I think we just – drilled to the center of the earth like we <laughs> we rode down there and we saw his ball and we had to like scoop it out of the ground because not only was the fairway wet but it was coming down from like the big dipper like it was it was really far into the ground and we pulled up like half the earth with a with it too um and then uh yeah so if it yeah. was i mean if you were putting your ball an inch into the ground and you weren't, weren't on an elevated tee box. And yeah, that course would have been pretty yacked up. It was pretty wet. Yeah. Did you do anything else besides golfing? I don't know. Like was that it?
1: Um, so in one day I practiced with the D one team for volleyball in the morning, Ooh. went to class, then played golf. And then right after golf, I played basketball. So as a three sport athlete, that day, there you go. You Sounds know, I like was, I was repping the Bogdanovich jersey too in the rec. People were like, Oh, nice jersey because they don't see people repping Bogdanovich or the Kings. Very there's Might. a couple Kings fans. Well, let's just be
0: honest. Like, there's a couple Kings fans in, in Eugene, a couple meaning two, and you mean one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're. Feel like they're one of those uh, people, like you'll see across campus, and when you see them, you just gotta call out, like "I see you, I got you."
1: I always have that instinct of, "Don't worry." If I see some guy with a uh, King's sweatshirt or like shirt on, like, "Oh, hey, nice, nice sweatshirt."
0: Yeah, but then I just feel like it's too awkward, so, (laughs) so I don't. That's kind of like my Sundays. You're like three sport right there. That's kind of how my Sundays have been: like workout in the morning, basketball in the afternoon, and football at night. It's exhausting. I didn't even know you did all that. Oh, well, I guess we don't talk that much. What was that whistling in the background? What whistling? I swear it sounded like somebody had an empty bottle and they were just like doing. They were blowing over the top of the empty water bottle. Yeah, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, sounds like you had a good week. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. My week was pretty much the same. Um, not much, just work and school. I got a tattoo yesterday. Finished up the one uh, from my back, and so now it's on my shoulder. Uh, is that it for the for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I hit everything that I, I hit everywhere that I wanted to hit. Because it's funny, you said that after your back
1: one, you were like, "Oh, that's it." Or no, the thigh one. You said that that was it.
0: And yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Got this one. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is that like So you're a liar. That's the thing is right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, as, long, as long as we clear that up. Uh, no, but here's the thing. So like you get one. I mean, I mean, you. when people tell you like you get one and then you're going to want another one, you obviously don't believe that right off the bat. You go into it now like, no, I'm just going to want one. And then you get one and then you do have an idea for another one. And then you're like, okay, well, then we'll, all right, we'll go with that. And then you get an idea for another one. So for me, like I got, I got my first one where I wanted it. It was really small. Um, yeah, just on your penis, right? Really small. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I'm not even going to be mad because that was good. That was, <laughs> like, that, that was, that was well placed. Um, just, just like that tattoo, huh? I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it had, had, had to be delicate. <laughs> um, no, but I got one, uh, I just got like a little six word, uh, uh, phrase just on, uh, on, uh, like right by my ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I got that and I I enjoyed that and I, I was like, okay, cool, that was uh I like that. And then I had the So what did you enjoy about it? Like the pain? No, I just I thought it I thought it was in a good spot. It was I liked what it said and so you know, it was all good. So like the satisfaction of how a tattoo turns out is what makes you want more and more? Well, like you, you have one, and then you realize, oh, you know, I really, I, I, liked how this one came out, and then you have an idea for another one, and then you're just like, oh, I really think that's going to look good as well. Um, so mm-hmm. then, then I had the idea for the for the Sierras on uh, on the, on my back, uh, upper back left uh, or the upper left part of my back, um, and uh, I, I enjoyed that, and then uh, like I, I really liked how that turned out, and then I always I always had the idea that I was going to wrap that mountain range or something kind of around the outside of my shoulder. But I never really had the idea of what that was going to be. And then obviously I got the one on my leg and then I got the one on the, uh, the inside of my left bicep as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so I was like, okay, well I got one. The thing for me is I don't like what I don't, what I'm never going to do. And I can firmly say, I'm not going to do this is I'm not going to get, um, yeah, this one I can firmly say,
1: (laughs) this, <laughs> cut away to jason in a year and he does this exact thing
0: no 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 no. <laughs> this one this one i've never budged on um like so i have so let's just say the the example i have that one on my inner left bicep i would not get another tattoo on Wait, my on right inner left bicep it's just another phrase um what is it i'll tell you later um not what you can't share it I mean, I guess I I could, but it's really not that important. You don't think the... our listeners are tantalized by this information? No, I I really I really don't think they are. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and just tell me later. It has no relevance to the story at all. Um, but yeah, so I have the. It's just it's about family. I'll leave it at that. Um, so we'll. Uh... I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: what it is? No, 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 no. Ooh, I got it. I got it mama's boy no right on the bicep that's what you're just embarrassed about jason it's fine that's a good
0: tattoo yeah that's now what it says anyway (laughs) i get that on my uh on my ass cheeks i dare you (laughs) um anyway so i have one on my left i so just use it as an example i have one on my left bicep i would not put one on my right bicep i don't like the idea of having a tattoo in the same spot on the opposite part of your body yeah. um so i just think it i think it looks i think that looks weird i like the whole unilateral look so mm. um i hit the places that i wanted to hit i got under my ribs i had my i had one on my back um <clears throat> got one on my leg and one in my inner bicep and then i was like okay well i have one more spot i well, actually it was like i have two spots that i could see myself putting one on and i it was putting one on my chest or putting nice. one um or wrap of the foot Oh, oh my that would be absolutely terrible <laughs> <laughs> or wrapping or wrapping the mountain range um and something around the outside of my shoulder and that's when I had the idea of, of the the forty nine bridge and and wrapping and connecting that so I was like, okay, cool, you know what here's what i'll here's what I'll do I'll connect the mountain range of the forty nine bridge that sort of back forest, and then I'll wrap the bridge in the river around my shoulder and I'll connect it to the the back part of my tattoo i mean the back part of the uh the Sierras and then mm-hmm. way later on down the road, you know, later family, if my family and I go to a certain place a lot, then I'll leave my chest open and then I'll just make um, the the back, the shoulder, and then the chest all kind of look like one, um, one scene. Um, so the only other place that I would want to put one is my chest, but I would leave that or I am leaving that for – family way later on down the road so in terms of areas that i've wanted to hit i've hit them all and the thing is i once i had one tattoo i had an idea for another one and mm-hmm. once i got that then i had an idea for another like i don't have any more ideas like I, okay so here i got an idea i got you so so you're saying down the road
1: right so yeah. you connect the the physical road of the bridge you get connect that right to the nipple right oh, and then that's <laughs> That's the entrance to Golden One Center that you have right on your chest.
0: Golden One Center? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the other peck, you got the Death Star. The Death Star. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, I'll tell you, the
1: Raiders Stadium.
0: I'll tell you what. I am worried. I am worried about getting a tattoo on my chest because – excuse me. I am worried about getting a tattoo on my chest because the inside part of my shoulder was – Okay, I'll just say the last hour of the tattoo appointment was excruciatingly painful. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Like, when he was drawing everything, it was all fine. But as soon – and obviously, shading is the worst part. But as soon as he started shading close to that – closer to the inside of my shoulder and kind of that nerve rod around that area, kind of close – not sort of just closer to more sensitive skin. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. I thought the one on my back – because the one on my back took about three and a half hours this one took about two um oh my gosh it was so bad it was so sensitive because he started from the the outside of my shoulder moved his way in and then went from in to out so he went out in and then in out so as he started shading that area was already tender and oh my it was it was excruciating and painful
1: <laughs> you don't want you don't want to go down the left arm
0: no i i don't well because i don't know i like i mean i i thought about that but i don't know what i would put because it would need for me it would need to be the same sort of theme and the uh, the a river tiger, a
1: tiger dribbling a basketball right oh no no no, no. okay okay so a tiger <laughs> and a cobra are playing one-on-one
0: why don't you get a tattoo <laughs> because I'd put something dumb on my body (laughs) well the thing with all my tattoos they all like mean they're all a part bro that's what I'm saying the golden one center that's not a like personal to me (laughs) are you serious? I'd be be more inclined to put a King's logo than the golden one center oh you should yeah I don't think so (laughs) I'll put a King's sticker on uh, the truck how about that? That's not the same thing. It's not. You should get a
1: tattoo. I, I'd put a, I'd put like an organ O somewhere. Yeah, why not? I mean, shit, I owe them like fifty thousand dollars. This might as well brand me at this point.
0: Throw it on, throw it on your <laughs> chest. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to get a tattoo, where would you put it? Where would I put it? Yeah. Um. Well, the back would be stupid because I'd never see it. See, I I don't mind not seeing it because I know what it looks like. I know it's there. Nah, I want to see it. I want to be like, oh, fuck. Damn, I look fucking good with that tattoo on. So, like forearm? I'm thinking chest. Chest,
1: yeah. Like an O on my chest. Like on my my left, right over the heart. The O is right over my heart.
0: It's like circling
1: your heart, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I get... uh... Jenna's face right in the center. (laughs) that'd be funny Uh, I don't know if she's going to laugh at that joke or she's going to be like oh god I can see her doing both
1: maybe like a uh, like Jason sucks big juicy dick around my calf and leg area just so it reminds me like what you are you know
0: but it's on your calf so you're not going to be able to see it so now you're contradicting yourself (laughs)
1: Yeah, but everyone else can see it. Okay,
0: whatever. <laughs> whatever.
1: Um, so no, I, I'm not getting a tattoo though. I think uh, my my dad would literally like disown me. Oh, really? Yeah, I think his his ears are bleeding from all this tattoo talk. <laughs> it's so funny because Nico has like a full on like I think his left arm is completely covered now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, he's got bun- He he, like that thing you were
0: talking about. Like once you get one, he is totally addicted to it. Yeah, I I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> there's no way. I had a couple areas that I wanted to hit, and I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> you say that? No, I'm good. I'm. Just- nah. <laughs> I'm good. You want to bet
1: <laughs> that you won't get more than one?
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, are we talking about areas or number? Because there's only yeah. one other area that I really number. sort of be number
1: yeah
0: you got to want to go over on your one one and a half one and a half <laughs> oh yeah you're right <laughs> bad math bad math we'll make that bet off off the air um so i don't know if any of you noticed but we're 20 minutes in right about now and we haven't talked one thing about sports because we're hurting for content but don't worry um, I, uh, you can't say that we have to be, uh, we have to be transparent with our audience. Okay. I'm not hiding anything from our audience. We're, we're not a, we're not ESPN. We're sports. We're a freaking fan show. Okay. We're transparent with our audience and they appreciate it. I, yeah, we don't,
1: we don't force Zion Williamson topics down your throat. Hell no. Light on content. I saw
0: an ID. I saw a freaking post about, uh, Zion the other day. He did a hop step dunk and it was like, everybody was, I mean, ESPN was like, oh my God, he made a miss by like a thousand feet. It was like, no, he did it. Like, I, no, I, <laughs> he just did a hop step and he lightly threw a dunk down. I don't know what you, did, what? You,
1: um, did you see the D
0: Wade doc- documentary? Well, hang on, hang on because I have something I need to say. Oh gosh. I have something I need to say.
1: Okay. okay I'll just, I'll just turn my mic off. It'll just be Jason for the next couple of minutes. Okay, <laughs>
0: um, so I have a little rant that I that I need to. I have a listen up. We haven't done a listen up in a really long time, um, but uh, yeah. So I I need. We did one when Cam was here. Did that wasn't a listen up, was it? Yeah, it was. I don't think we titled it a listen up, was it? I don't remember. Because you asked if I had a rant, Florida I didn't know if we state. titled. I don't know if we titled. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, we don't do them that often. Semantic, semantic. Yeah, we don't do it that often. Um, but no, there's something that I, I, I actually really, uh, I'm really serious about this um, yeah. because it's, yo, just say it. It's, it's starting to bother me, and it has everything to do with uh, uh, your, uh, your D1 baller up in Oregon, Miss Sabrina. Sabrina, I ask hmm Okay. So, what's up? Okay. So here's the thing. So I I I got this all I got this all ready for you guys. So and apologize in advance for some of the foul language that's in here because it, it'll be one of the first times that you've for a lot of you have heard me um, go off kind of like this. So I apologize um, in advance, but it was just my blood was boiling when I was writing this. So here we go. All right. So there comes a point when a joke goes too far or it plays out long enough and I'll come right out of the gate and I'll say I realize that I may be um overreacting uh, in my opinion on this. I admi- I admit that. Um so if you th- no I I get it. Why are you continuing? <laughs> <laughs> no no listen, I may be overreacting in my opinion and maybe I'm a little bit biased in my opinion mm-hmm. um on this. And for those of you who think that I'm wrong, that's that's great. We'll call it a difference uh of opinion. Um, but, uh, so I'm, I'm warning you now, um, that, that this is, that this is going to be, uh, explicit. I'm coming right out of the gate. So let me, let me start by saying women fucking rock. Okay. They do. And I'm a guy and I'm hundred percent willing to admit that being a woman is way harder than being a man. And if you argue with me on that, I'll finish the argument with saying these three words, labor and childbirth. Boom. End of story. Now, I could dive down that rabbit hole and give you a bunch of other reasons why, but that's not why I'm ranting. I'm ranting because I'm tired of reading and hearing, whether they're jokes or not, the dumbass, sexist comments about female athletes. I'm sick and tired of it. Okay. So Sabrina – and I don't know how to pronounce her last name properly. How do you pronounce I- her? I-N-S-Q. Yeah. So she just became the first person in Division I history. Now, I need to get this point across. It's Division one history, men and women, both. She just became the first person to have 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebounds. So let's think about all the NBA and all the WNBA players who came through the Division 1 ranks and not a single player, nobody. Michael Jordan, who is pretty much known as the best basketball player of all time, didn't do it. He was in college from 81 to 84, so it wasn't from a lack of trying. He had time, all right? So ESPN is obviously going to post something about her amazing accomplishment, giving her the credit she deserves for something that had never been done before. And I shit you not, here are the first six comments on the post, the, top, the first six and the most liked comments in order. Mm-hmm. We don't care. 1,000 dishes. Did I ask? How many sandwiches? In the kitchen. Still won't watch her in the WNBA. Now, joke or not, what the fuck is that? Are you kidding me? First of all, this isn't something new. Insults like this towards female athletes on social media have been going on for years. The joke is over. It's not funny anymore, all right? It never was, first of all. I'm sick and tired of men dumping on their accomplishments. Let me shed some light for some of the listeners out there who think I'm overreacting, because I know there's at least one of you who is. We have a big enough audience now that I'm sure one of you is rolling your eyes at me. And by the way, if you are, like I said earlier, fine. Difference of opinion. But sports is relative. Her accomplishments in college are just as and more impressive than a male college basketball player's accomplishments because, like I said, sports is relative. She is competing against her highest level of competition and is crushing Everybody. So for all the out-of-shape, washed-up high school and college basketball players coming out of left field and and saying they would cross her up and beat her one-on-one, guess what? Nobody cares because you are not a woman. You do not compete in the highest level of women's sports. And if you say – and your argument right there saying that you could beat her, saying that you're better, if you were better, then guess what? Guess where you'd be? You'd be in Division One college basketball right now, and you'd be the one who'd be getting 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebounds. But guess what? You're not. So stop making that comparison. It's male and female sports. Stop crossing the two over. It's not co-ed. It, it, it's not relative. It's not a relative argument, so shut up. And also, if you didn't play basketball or even sports for that matter, or even sports for that matter, rec doesn't count, all right? Rec does not count. Then you have zero reason or zero ground to be standing on to make that kind of comment. You have no perspective. If you you have left one of those comments before, from me to you, shame on you, seriously. And if you've liked those comments before, from me to you, shame on you. The joke's not funny. It never was. And I'm sick and tired of reading those comments. Like I said, I understand I may be overreacting to this. I have been outnumbered, and I say this in a joking way, I have been outnumbered on both sides of my family with women, siblings, and cousins, aunts, grandparents. I've grown up around women my entire life, okay? They're awesome. (laughs) They really are. And there is no reason why... We why I don't get why men feel like they have the ability to do that on social media or even in person. It's ridiculous. And I'm tired of it. I like it's just gotten to a point where I I just get so fed up reading that stuff. And I know that a lot of people are probably just joking. Probably, probably. But there are a few who probably are not as well. And that's frustrating. That's frustrating. I have no idea how you could change that. I have no idea how an ESPN account, or I mean, an account or social media account with sports, with you know, posts dedicated to f- female athletes, could change that. I don't know. I don't think there is a solution, but it is so bothersome for me, at least. I can't speak for anybody out there. For me, it's just it's frustrating. It really is frustrating because what she is doing with with people saying stuff like that, it is so. People are searching those posts looking for those comments they're not realizing the ridiculous accomplishment that she just had i mean i'll say it again two thousand points one thousand assists one thousand rebounds nobody had ever done that before nobody and nobody seems to care that's insane that's not what sports is about at all on any level and it's frustrating i mean do you think i'm out of line uh no i just i i don't know it's it's fun. for me i just i don't understand it I, I i don't think the joke's funny i think it's played out long enough i've never thought it was funny in the first place but i don't know why it's still here i, I don't get it there's no place for it
1: um i think i think you're overreacting a little bit just because of the environment that social media has become it's just a haters paradise where people can be anonymous and say whatever they think will get attention.
0: Oh, very, very much so. And I, I get that. I really, I really do get that. But I think the frustrating part for me is that, I don't know In, in, I'm not frustrated necessarily. I, I, I don't like what they're saying, but I think it by people doing that, it's, people are now looking through social media comments like that instead of focusing on the athlete and they're more looking for the content after the post. And they're not actually acknowledging the the amazing accomplishment that she just did. Um, mm. And that's more what's frustrating, not necessarily the words that are being said, even though obviously I don't agree with what they're saying, but it's the fact that it's taking away from her time to shine. Like she earned that. She works for that. And nobody seems to care. Really. It's...
1: She also has the most triple career triple doubles for yeah. men or women.
0: There you go. She's a stud. She's an absolute stud. She's getting dumped on.
1: Well, I mean, I had one, I don't know, problem. I think just like differing of opinion with what you said. The whole keeping women like not comparing the women's game and the men's game. I feel like if you were to keep them equal that like the whole thing with comparing Serena Williams to achievements, to a male athletes achievements, it's like as long as we're able to keep her achievements equal to that of a man's, then you can compare the two athletes.
0: Well, yes, you can compare their accomplishments with each other. I did say that. It's relative. I was, yeah. yeah that you can't compare true...
1: their game. The no. game is played differently.
0: Yes. And I'm sorry if I didn't come across that way. I was. You can compare their accomplishments because as long as you're keeping – like I'll stick with Serena Williams. As long as you're keeping Serena Williams' accomplishments in women's tennis and we'll say, you know, Federer's accomplishments in men's tennis and then putting those two up to up against each other like Mm. their accomplishments up against each other that's fine but taking but saying Serena Williams on a tennis court versus Federer on a tennis court saying who would win nine times out of ten that is not a fair comparison because it doesn't happen and until that starts to happen there's no reason to make that comparison because it's not co-ed sports it's women's sports and men's sports so take their accomplishments relative to what they're doing and compare that don't compare the athletes to one another if they were like playing against one another because they don't Mm -hmm. so i don't know that's just but i get what you're saying and i I, i'm sorry if i didn't come across that way at the beginning but
1: i think it's (laughs) also tough to um Comparing the women's game and men's game, just as it's hard to compare like basketball from different eras, yeah, yeah, because they're just so hard.
0: And while we're on this topic, I actually had something that I wanted to talk to you about because my um, sister had brought this up uh, to me the other day, and Mm -hmm. well, she sort of, well, anyway, it was about, um. I don't want to butcher what she was saying, but the like basic synopsis. Go wake her up, and <laughs> yeah, I know. I but I don't want to. I don't want to take like what she was saying and say completely wrong. But basically, what it was yeah. about was she was saying she basically posed me the question: if you were playing, so let's say let's say it's basketball, right? Yeah. If I was, she said, if you were playing against a, um. A trans athlete, who was a woman, born like born born in... a woman, and is now identifying as identifying as a male and competing in male sports. Uh-huh. If you were playing against that person, would you look at them, or I mean, would you treat them any differently than another male athlete on the court? And I really had to sit there and think about that for a second, because um, in basketball, in basketball or football, we'll just say well, let's let's say yeah no because let's say let's say, <laughs> con- yeah, no, let's, say, let's, say <laughs> let's make it because obviously if you're playing if you're playing like a non-contact sport it's different so I'm talking about like con it, a contact sport mm-hmm. so like like basketball football wrestling that type that type of sport because if you're playing golf like. Freaking, if they're better than you, then they're better than you. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, but I'm yeah. talking about a, a sport where you're actually running into each other and making physical contact with each other. Mm-hmm. I really had to think about that question for a minute. So,
1: is this m- male? Or I, think, trans? I think. Is that the correct?
0: I don't, I don't know what the politically is correct. This...
1: I, transgender individual. Yeah. It depends how, like, athletic they are. Because, like, like, in the Olympics, we've seen women that have taken, like, different hormones that males have, like, more of, and then they're, like, damn near <laughs> looking like yeah. men at that point. So it's, like, I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibility that you wouldn't even be able to like really notice
0: the way that i sort of answered the question to her was i don't know because i've never had that happen before but i think my just initial gut reaction and i like i said i don't know because it's never gonna at least for me it's not gonna happen and it would be very unlikely that it would happen we're talking like a an organized game not like at the park or something no yeah like an organized let's say just like high school college I, game I think knowing me I wouldn't treat it any differently I think knowing me I wouldn't um talk like my... <laughs> I, I wouldn't like talk to them any differently I wouldn't um look down on them in any way or anything uh-huh. like or anything like that because I mean if you I mean you want to be a, a a transgender athlete and play Oh, who, who cares? Yeah. like Well, I mean, not, not who cares, but like, it's not my place to be like, yeah, it's not my, yeah.
1: Why the the heck are you here?
0: Yeah. Like do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you're here, then great. You earned your, like, great. You earned your way onto, onto the court. Congratulations. Um, but I think my initial gut reaction is I feel like on a box out, I would at least at first probably hesitate just because I, I, I don't know. I would feel, I would feel like, I feel like I would be like almost I know it's competition and whatnot, but I feel like I'd be in a sport like hitting a woman and that just does not feel right. (laughs) Um, I think I could get past it, mm -hmm. but I think my gut reaction would be I'd have to like think about it for like half a sec. Be like, okay, no, you you can't like they're here. They earn their way onto this court. They belong here. Mm -hmm. So just play the game. I think
1: for me, like, I'm so focused on what I have to do on a court or field that it, like, wouldn't even, I feel like, impact my game at all. Like, if it's a competitive game, I'm not, that's the last thing from my mind.
0: Oh, yeah, right. and it's and I'm not talking like this is going to be something that I sit there and ponder during the game. It'll probably be a split-second thing, mm-hmm. you know? But, like you but may yeah. go, oh, crap, oh, and then just like you got to get past it real quick, but, yeah, I mean, it's not like you're going to sit there on the court and be like, oh, huh, should I go and box this person out or should I, should I step off to the side? Let me weigh my options here for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, if the game's not close at all, I don't care who's out on the court. I'm probably not going to go nearly as hard as I would. So it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't really matter who the competition is outside of that.
0: Yeah, it was just an interesting question. Like I, I'd never been asked that question before.
1: Uh, I mean, it's something where the next generation is going to have to think about.
0: Yeah, I, I would never have have thought about that question, and I, I've never had to deal with that before. So I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't crazy. know.
1: Probably, probably not in our lifetimes, but there's going to definitely be a point where all sports are just co-ed.
0: Oh yeah. And more power too. uh, you know, the people who, who, who are, and and for, if you're a transgender athlete and you want to, um, uh, to compete and like, okay, great. Like good, more power to you. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, like I, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't I don't know what I would do. I guess I would have to be put in that situation, <laughs> yeah, cross that bridge when you get there yeah um so but uh you know we... how about
1: how about if your son is playing or no, no how about your daughter is playing a transgender now female
0: mm- yeah, they like probably just say go just play normally.
1: Someone that used to be, or used, oh gosh, <laughs> it's yeah, so, I know. it's just such a, a fine it's line, such a hard line. <laughs> uh, someone who was born, they say born male because, like, the mindset is always there that they don't, that they don't identify as.
0: Okay, the doctors that
1: identified them as male. <laughs> They have a penis <laughs> when yes, they're born, yes. and that is chopped away. <laughs> now they are. But is it not... like? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> the penis is removed, or it's like turned into a vagina, like it's turned inside out. God, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of want to look it up. It's a weird. Whoa! <laughs> 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 yeah, you got to be careful where you go I with that. Clear my search history, I'll do this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's yeah, just something uh, to
1: think about.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, we were we I went from a we went from a rant to transgender athletes, and I don't really know how to transition from that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna move on. <laughs> 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 we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. And we're gonna bounce. Normally, I feel like I do pretty well transitioning us from one thing to another, but I'm just gonna put my hands up and say I don't really know how to move on from that. So. We'll uh we'll just move on to uh the NBA. <laughs> Since we were sort of talking about basketball earlier. Um there were uh there were some interesting uh storylines coming out of this uh weekend. Um at least uh at least uh, at least on a couple on a couple levels. I was listening to um to Sports Center this morning cuz I was like I was trying to get some ideas for the show trying to okay, what can we talk about? What's going on? Uh, maybe what are, what are some things that we can give our two cents on? And uh, <clears throat> one of the things <clears throat> that was brought up was uh, that the Bucks have already clinched a playoff spot. It's February, and they have clinched a playoff spot. They didn't even play a game yesterday, but I think it was because – which game was it? Who lost? The Wizards losing. Um, Wizards losing. Yeah, it was the Wizards losing to the Bulls. Yesterday, that I believe clinched them. Yeah, that I believe clinched them the playoff spot on
1: Bradley Beal's fifty-three point game. Yeah,
0: and then he had fifty-five tonight. And they lost. And they lost again. Um, Rip Rip Bradley Beal. I know. Seriously, poor guy. So right now, the Bucks are sitting at forty-nine and eight with a clinched playoff spot. I believe it's the first playoff. I mean, the earliest playoff clinched uh, seed ever. I think. Um, don't quote me on that. Um, and... I don't think anyone
1: would quote that
0: state <laughs> that sentence you just had. Yeah. yeah, I I believe so. Um, I would if if I was a betting man, I'd bet on that. Um, I believe that's what I heard this morning. But the two so they're on pace right now to have 70 wins. Now, the two teams who have done that before were the uh the Bulls from way back when and the Warriors just recently, right? But so my question to you is and I'll just ask the sort of a blanket statement without getting any like evidence behind it. Why? Yes, why are we right now not talking about the Bucks like we were talking about the Warriors a couple of years ago in that Bulls team? What is the difference?
1: Because uh, they got shut down last year and they have the exact same roster. Okay, last season.
0: So that. So that's the point I was uh, was going to make. Playoff. Playoff. Um. Playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> the uh, the playoff where they end up in the playoffs, whether it be the first, second, third, or NBA Finals, that is going to be the ultimate stamp for the Bucks, right? It has to be that playoff run. Wow, that was the shortest discussion I think we've ever had. Well, no, because I'm just I'm just saying like like we're in agreement, right? Yes. So, but well, where we I think where everyone
1: is like it really doesn't matter about the regular season because i think everyone still holds the clippers and lakers as better than the bucks
0: yeah so but so i i was in agreement with you in the sense that i do think that the playoffs is going to determine where we see this bucks team but let's take a step back from that let's okay. say let's take a step back because with that warriors team that warriors team was so hyped up during the uh-huh. regular season like it was like oh yeah let the warriors get to the when the warriors get to the playoffs like it's over right well they had won the championship the year before they did but in ter- and the
1: bulls team did too
0: but let's think about the bucks right now just in terms of in terms of who they are as a team collectively let's let's not oh even God. worry let's not even worry about last season okay i mean they're 49 and 8 right they have the, arguably the best current player in the league right now. Arguably. and Yeah, and Giannis. They are, let's see, six wins ahead of the, the Lakers, who are the best uh, team in the Western Conference right now, and they have four less losses. Uh-huh. They're, right now, statistically, the best team in the NBA. And everybody just seems to be brushing them to the side. So is it just because... Is it just because of that playoff run last year or is it something else?
1: I think it's also the fact that, um, uh, it's a little bit of, we're kind of unknown on Giannis because it doesn't seem like he got better from last season. We've had all this talk about, he's adapted somewhat of a three point shot, but it really has, hasn't come to fruition at least consistently or in big games. We, we, no one knows if that's really going to show up. And then their second star is Chris Middleton. I get that their lineup is deep, but the playoffs is about stars Mm -hmm. and Chris Middleton. He's a good player. He's an all-star, but he's not Paul George or Anthony Davis. And I think, I think if that's the teams that you're comparing Milwaukee to, that's what separates the Clippers and Lakers from from Milwaukee. But why is he not Paul George or Anthony Davis? He just doesn't have – I mean, it's no, it's no, like, shot at Chris Middleton, but he's not a – like, Paul George, when healthy, is easily a top-10 player in basketball, and Anthony Davis is a top-5 player in basketball. Chris Middleton is none of those things. It's not his fault. He's still a good player. It's just that the Lakers and Clippers have – a better second option.
0: The mm-hmm.
1: second complimentary star.
0: Right. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough because um, I feel like, I feel like if the bucks make it to the finals this year, then everybody's going to be like, well, of course they made it to the, uh, of course, they made it to the finals because, you know, they were the best team in the Eastern Conference the in, the entire season. Nobody's going to be surprised that the Bucks made it to the um, NBA uh, NBA Finals. But if they win the NBA Finals, then I think it, then I think there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be really surprised. And I don't necessarily know if that's one hundred percent fair to the Bucks because the Bucks, I mean. It's not like they just play the Eastern Conference. They play the Western Conference, too. And we all know that the Western Conference, statistically, is much better. Much better than the Eastern Conference. But the Bucks have beaten the Lakers this year. All right? They have beaten the Clippers. They've throttled the Clippers once this year. 119-91. Okay? They can compete with the Western Conference teams. And I, they beat the Clippers twice this year, 129 to 124 in another game. Does that mean anything? It just means that they are no I don't think brushing them off to the side right now is completely fair. Because
1: well, I don't think anyone's I think everyone acknowledges that they're a contender.
0: But saying that they're a contender means that somebody else is favorite. I'm saying the Bucks maybe Maybe, should be favored right now. Maybe I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's definitive because obviously the Lakers and the Clippers are right there. But I wouldn't bat my eye on anybody who said, "Yeah, the Bucks are are the best team in the NBA right now, and they're going to win the NBA Finals."
1: But it's the same thing that happened when Houston won the the West was the, had the best record in the West. It was. It wasn't like. Everyone was saying that they are better than Golden State just because they had a better regular season. People can identify that those things are different. And they, that are. they mean different things. True. So the same reason that people held Golden State over a Houston team that had a better record is the same thing that's that's having the Lakers and Clippers over Milwaukee. True.
0: True. And that's a good point.
1: Because um, I'm sure you would have agreed back then. I mean, hindsight's 2020, 20, but yeah. that when Houston finished first over Golden State in 17. 2017, 2017 to
0: 2018. I have it right in front of me, so... <laughs> was that, that was the first Kevin Durant year? Um, was he there for two years or three?
1: Three.
0: Well, then, wouldn't have been... It would have been 2016, then.
1: Because he would have left uh, in
0: 2019. So it would have been three seasons. So, so 2016, 2016 to 2017. 2017 to 2018. Proceed. Okay. And then last year, yeah. Yeah. So... Well, and then uh, – so let me ask you this. Who do you think right now is, is – I mean, so the Lakers are starting to sort of pull away right now. They're four games up on the Nuggets who are the second-place second, uh, te- uh, second place team in the Western Conference right now. Are you ready to say that the Lakers are better than the Clippers?
1: Oh, I've been saying
0: that. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I also don't think it means anything that they get the number one seed. Except if they get to play Memphis in the first round, which would be pretty huge. Why would you say that? Uh, I mean, Memphis, last before the All-Star break, was playing as good as anyone, but recently has lost to the Kings, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> well, lost so to did the Lakers. Clippers. <laughs> so it's like they've fallen definitely down. And putting John Morant, a rookie, in the playoffs, putting Jaron Jackson in the playoffs for the first time, putting Josh Jackson in the playoffs for the first time, putting Dylan Brooks in the play. Like all there's just not as not enough experience on that team. And I think that would be like an
0: easy sweep for the Lakers. That Memphis team is going to be good coming up down the road down. Yeah. Down the road. They're going to be uh they're going to be a scary team. John is So good. Okay. I'm glad you said that because somebody, uh, I had a coworker at the gym. Um, and not only did I have uh, a coworker at the gym, um, but I also had somebody literally today, uh, somebody who comes to the gym, a client, asked me the same question. He asked me, "Who'd you rather have right now, John Morant or De'Aaron Fox?" And I gave my answer to both of them. It was the same answer to both. John. But I'm cute. But I see. I did not say that. <laughs> I don't know De'Aaron. It's weird. It feels like he's plateaued. Well, here's here's what I'll ask. And here was sort of my answer at least right now. You asked me the question in 2 years maybe I'll have a different answer for you.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: but right, right now, what can Ja Morant do that Fox cannot? Shoot better. Are you sure? Cuz Fox is cuz Fox <laughs> if is you're shooting numbers. At the stats. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the free throw line, he sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, we don't like, talk about that. Yeah, he's a whore, he's a. We don't whore. talk
1: about the free throw line in Sacramento land.
0: But he's a 44 percent shooter right now, and he's 30 and he's from the field. Thir, yeah, from the field, and he's 34 percent from the three point line. At mm-hmm. least that's from that's from his what's, career. What's ja? That's his career right now. So let's go to um, just the season right now. Let me back it up a little bit. hey yeah, you you handle Jaw. I got Fox. Oh, I'll handle him. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a little creepy. Uh, da, 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 da. so he's actually a 47% free throw. I mean, free throw. Well, actually he's a 67% free throw shooter. Um, so he's a 47%, uh, from the field and he's about 31, 32% from the three point line. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last ten games, he's actually been about thirty-seven percent from the three-point line. Oh, awesome! So, I'm just what I'm wondering right now is what can I mean? What does Jaw do that, that Fox can't? I, I I don't think that there's a definitive thing that Jaw does that, that Fox cannot do from on, from a game to game basis. Well,
1: you have to also understand that De'Aaron Fox has two more years. Well, yes, I understand Than John Morant does? That,
0: yeah, that's why I said ask me that question in, in two years. Like, I, I, I get that, that Fox has been uh, in the league longer. In, um, but, uh, so I mean, I'm just going off of the question that I was asked from two different people is, who would you rather have right now? Yeah. How and I'm saying is, Fox. How many assists is De'Aaron? Isn't it like seven? Uh, for this season? Yeah. He is averaging uh, 6.9. So, yeah, seven. And four rebounds. And oh, so 1 1. 1.4 steals a game. How many turnovers? It's pretty high, right? Three. Pretty much the same player. Right. At least right now. So he's averaging this season 19 points. So 20 points. Um, yeah. Jaws averaging 18. Right. Okay, so... Well, 17.6. Three, three turnovers. Same. One point
1: one
0: point five. Well one point four steals per game.
1: Uh not as many.
0: Right. Point five blocks. I don't really that <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah. So seven assists get six point nine and four yeah. rebounds. Same, yeah. And then so seventy eight from the free throw line? Sixty seven. Thirty and four and a half from the three. So thirty one and thirty seven over the last ten. And then forty-seven from the field goal, forty-nine from the field. From the field goal, what am I saying? From the field, gosh. So yeah, I mean they're. Oh, and how many minutes has Job been playing? Twenty-nine. Yeah, thirty-one for Fox. So right now they're kind of the same.
1: They are kind of the same.
0: That's kind of funny that we did it that uh, looking at their stats back to back like that.
1: One player is in his rookie year. What's
0: his per?
1: 17.86? 19.72 for Fox. And what does that mean? Player efficiency rating? Yeah. Huh. Too bad it hasn't correlated in a wins. Except for they just beat the Clippers. Oh, my
0: gosh. Don't get into some recency bias here, I, Jason. I, I understand. It was just funny because, um like, when they beat the Clippers, I was like, Okay, well I'm not really surprised because they just they seem to play well against really good teams. How many free
1: throw attempts
0: does Fox get? A lot. Yeah, he gets to the line so much. And here's the thing about the uh the weird thing coming out of that Clippers game with with the Kings. Is how it, many free throw attempts does he have? How many free Can you look for him? Oh gosh. Um how am I gonna find that? Let's see. Go to ESPN, go to stats. I'm going to ESPN right now, but I don't... Here, I, I have, I have free throw percentage, but I don't have how many he has per go game. Go to see all. Let's see. Bam. Let's see. Um. Whoa. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Just snuck up on me there. <laughs> Um, it doesn't say per game. It tells me how many he's done. Uh, yeah, just total. Yeah, just total. So he's, how many free throws has Josh shot this year?
1: 231.
0: Yeah, and let's, so let's also take into account that Fox was injured for um a good yeah, chunk of the season. As much. And he's taken 254. <laughs> how many games has he played? Um... Thirty-eight.
1: So, Jaws played 13 more games and shot almost 20 less free throws?
0: Mm-hmm. And that was one of the arguments I was making with one of the guys in the gym, is that Fox is just, he's so good going to the hoop. He draws contact. Even if he misses, he draws contact, it seems like, nine times out of ten. Too bad he can't capitalize on it. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. A <laughs> uh, weird thing coming out of that uh, Clippers-Kings uh, game is that the Clippers right now, I believe, only, only have six home losses. Six home losses. Two of which, two of which are to the Sacramento Kings. Two of which, two of which. They are 23-6 and six at home, and they have lost to the Kings twice at home. I don't know why. Does that mean anything? No. But interesting stats. <laughs> so, yeah, there's it. that. And then just recently I was talking about uh, – or I wasn't talking about. I was listening to uh, ESPN this morning, and they were talking about the um, the game on Sunday, the Celtics-Lakers game, which ended up being a two-point game. And they were talking about the uh, – the rivalry of the Celtics and the Lakers may be being rekindled a little bit. Are you buying into that?
1: Um, I don't think on the grandest scale because I don't think the Celtics are there to be in the championship. So
0: mm-hmm. it is good. It is um, good for the NBA. If both of those teams are, I mean, whether or not they – whether they meet in the championship or not is one thing. But it is better for the NBA when those teams are playing well.
1: And it's not even like they
0: identify the same way. Like when you think of the,
1: the great Lakers-Celtics rivalries, it's Magic Bird who are relatively the same age. They came out the same year. Mm-hmm. And then you got Kobe, Shaq versus – well, Kobe, Lakers pretty much versus
0: – Garnett. <laughs>
1: Paul Pe- and they're like around the same age yeah it's like what it's lebron versus the kids <laughs> Pretty nice. yeah. it, like, it doesn't work the same way as other rivalries <laughs> you think and lebron they're, they're third in the east too they're not even second or first
0: Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. How old do you think Brad Stevens is? Is LeBron older than Brad Stevens? <laughs> he's no, not No way. There's no way. He's not. Brad Stevens is 43. LeBron's uh, 35. But he uh, looks good for 43. He does. He looks young, spry. He does. He looks like he's in his early 30s. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a baby.
1: <laughs> you know who he's older than? Who? Um. Sean McVay. Um, I was thinking him or uh, Sean McVay's thirty four. <laughs> Shanahan. Oh, Kyle? No, Kyle's forty. Who's um Sean Le McVay's thirty four? LeFleur.
0: He's Matt LeFleur forty. He's forty. Gosh darn it! Yeah. Sorry. You know who the the oldest active head coach right now? Andy um, Reid. No. Is Bill. Uh, Pete Carroll. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that actually. Well, I just guessed two guys. <laughs> yeah, I would have guessed. Uh, I would have guessed Belichick. Hmm. All right, Pete. That's crazy. Pete gets around for an old guy on the field. He runs around all over the place. <laughs> Probably he's working his mouth most I, of the time. <laughs> I know on his on the gum. he's yum 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 yum. On the sideline, it's pretty distracting. (laughs)
1: Is it a disappointing year for
0: De'Aaron Fox? I guess it would be sort of what did you expect from him would be the basis on how you would determine if it was a disappointment. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I expected from him necessarily. I didn't expect him to be an MVP candidate. Oh God, no! So, like, I—I I mean, I don't know what a realistic expectations type of stat line would be for him coming into the season. I feel like twenty-five and five is, I think, at least for me, I maybe twenty-five and five at the at, at the minimum twenty and twenty and five at the minimum. I think that's because he.
1: It is only his third year. Yeah, it, yeah, but. Jason Tatum in his same class is in the All-Star game and fighting to be a superstar. In the
0: also league. a better organization and better coaches around him. Damn, you just went there, bro? I went there. <laughs> the Boston Celtics are better than the Kings? Yeah.
1: Breaking news, everybody. <laughs> My computer just died, by the way. Oh, great.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Now you have... Because um, he,
1: he upped his points total by, by what, like six two. points? No, the... the
0: Oh, uh, from for, from first year, to second, yeah.
1: Yeah. How much was it?
0: It was from 11.6 to
1: 17.3. Yeah, by six points. And I mean, I just kind of expected kind of more of the same.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I if I were to like I said, I'd for a minimum, I would say at least twenty five and five, and anything more than that would be great. Um, and I don't even,
1: I don't even look at like the the points per game because it really feels like he has less of an impact on the game that he did last year. Maybe that's because they're losing or they've lost more. That's probably why. But it just seems like. The influence on his influence on the game
0: doesn't come as much. What do you think? What do you think about Kent Bazemore? Oh, dude's a stud! I love his energy.
1: It's so funny because he was in such a shooting slump with Portland. Yeah, and as soon as he puts on a Sacramento Kings jersey, he's like,
0: (laughs) "Wow!" Which is hilarious because it's normally the opposite effect. Oh, he's trying to get that. Thing I, back. I e Marco Bellinelli.
1: <laughs> I e Dwayne Deadman. I e Rudy Gay, <laughs> Harrison Barnes. Oh yeah,
0: even, <laughs> even. Um, yeah, I love I, I love the energy that he plays with, and I love uh, that we're sort of stacking those guys because now we have Kent Bazemore who plays like that. We have Harry Giles who. I love Harry. I I've got no way around it. Like he's I love watching him play. He plays his heart out. Yeah. Bagley plays super hard. And uh um, Holmes. Holmes plays super hard. And Harrison Barnes definitely plays really hard. Hart, Harrison plays Corey. Joseph plays hard. Um and I I love having those guys around there. And I'm not saying that the other guys don't play hard, but those are your energy guys. And We have a lot of them, and it just so happens that some of our energy guys can actually play, <laughs> um, as opposed to just being a body. Um, Be a body. Freaking Alex Lynn plays his heart out.
1: Bless his soul.
0: I know. Seriously, <laughs> like, what a guy! What a guy! He plays. He plays so hard.
1: He's a lottery pick, man. He is. That's talent. <laughs> he
0: is. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I, I think we're pretty much good. I think we hit everything we wanted to hit. Yeah, It was going to be a short show anyway. Yeah. The Kings make in the playoffs, Jason. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. So this year is a lock to be a disappointment. I, I, yeah. Cause I think everybody was expecting the playoffs this year. I don't think it was bad to expect the playoffs this year. I don't think they're going to get there. They are only five games back. What but,
1: do they do after this season?
0: So somebody asked me this um, yesterday. Why are people asking you so much stuff? I don't know. There's just a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same guy. It was the same guy who asked me about the the John Morant question. He's a huge Kings fan. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was asking me. He was like, "Well, what do you uh after this season if they don't end up making the playoffs? What do you think they do with Luke Walton? What do you think of Luke Walton?" And I was like, "Well." I obviously didn't. I don't agree with some of the stuff he's done with the rotations and the, and the style of play. But I don't like judging a coach, regardless of who it is, whether I like him or not, based off one season. I think you need at least three years to try out a coach, and after three that, years. Yes, for a coach <laughs> and a system to lock into place.
1: <laughs> you obviously don't know this Sacramento Kings organization, Jason.
0: Well, I'm not saying that they're going to keep him. I'm just saying that if it were me, like, if you're going to try somebody out, you need to give it more than one season.
1: Holy
0: cow. Well, you think that's too much? Bro, I can't handle three more years of Luke Walton's. (laughs) I didn't say that was going to happen. I'm just saying that's Uh... just my opinion on it. That was my opinion. Um... It's
1: tough because the this roster is so locked in place. You can't move Buddy Healed. No one's taking that contract.
0: No. I don't uh, think anybody you, would take Barnes either. But I don't think they're willing oh, to give God up Barnes. that much money. No. Yeah. Uh, you can't let Bogdanovich go. No, and you're gonna have to pay Fox eventually. And you, oh God, Bagley you're gonna to need to pay Bagley and Giles his name was being thrown around for talking about being traded. Like people were being inter- they, were interested he wasn't in playing Giles.
1: Because Luke Walton's yeah. a dumbass.
0: Yeah, and now that he's playing. They're winning. Yeah.
1: <sighs> honestly, honestly, I've seen more good things from Harry Giles than I think from Marvin Bagley.
0: This season or in their careers. In their careers. His game the other night again during the in, in that Clippers game was might have been the best game of his career. Like <laughs> it was startling. He, <laughs> Which is such a far call from that summer league game that we watched. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, but he couldn't dribble a
0: basketball.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well yeah. Oh to be fair to the guy, he had two giant knee braces on.
0: He did. And try to run
1: up and down. But the that has court. nothing to do with
0: dribbling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I we kid you not. The first time we, yeah, the first time we saw him, it was play, the very first time he turned the ball over his first three possessions trying to dribble. And it was like, what are you doing? Like he was kicking off his feet. And, yeah, you and Ben it was and like, I.
0: Oh uh, my goodness. We looked at each other. and We were like, bro. We and could go out. We could go out there and turn the ball did. over three times. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. No, but it's not like he had a crazy stat line. Like, he didn't put up twenty five points and fifty rebounds. He had no. fourteen points, two assists, and two rebounds. But his the like his presence against the Clippers the other day was amazing. Well, you have to understand too when. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's almost one o'clock.
1: Um. When (laughs) he he gets 14 points, those are off of just pure hustle plays. Like, they're not calling a play for him. No. Like they do with Marvin Bagley. Mm -hmm. Like, the offense is forced to help Marvin Bagley score when Harry Giles is just feeding off of the offense. And then he contributes with dimes. He does. He's a great passer. And he's good with either hand. Marvin's only good with his Dumb left hand. <laughs> I just want
0: Marvin Bagley to get better. Like I haven't seen growth. Dude, is it is it worth him trying to come back and play this season?
1: Uh, put him in the put him in the G League. I don't care. Good point. Like I hadn't the, even thought he of that. has to work. Yeah, so I hadn't even thought of that. Needs to work. It, you picked him over Luka Doncic and Trey Young. This <laughs> pick has to work. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> right yeah. now the Kings, again, are the stock of the NBA.
0: When it comes to draft picks. Gosh. Have
1: Luka Doncic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: But I still, I still contend, to be fair, I don't know if Luka and De'Aaron will work well together. But
0: I don't know either. And to be fair, they didn't need another guard.
1: But. Yes, hindsight 2020. He's (laughs) he's better than all the guards in the Kings roster, so. Yes, hindsight 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd be the greatest thing for the Kings since that early 2000s team. So, I mean, I would have given up
0: anyone for it. It's definitely Buddy Hiltz. Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Can't dribble ass. And, man, it's so much better that he's on the bench too. He better not be moved to the starting lineup. I I really hope not. I really hope not because he's playing so much better coming off the bench. Oh yeah, and that's just—it's so much better for that second unit to have that option. If
1: he adopts the Lou Will mindset, that'd be perfect. Watch out!
0: Watch out! Um, I hate talking about the Kings. It's, I know it's hard. It is frustrating. It is frustrating that at times, you know. He's because you and I were, were all in at the beginning of the season. We were we were so Bro, I said seven seed. I know. <laughs> I I said a seed. <laughs> so, but I mean, we were both all in. Uh, we were so ready. I feel and the, oh I God. feel like the city was ready. The fan base was so ready after <laughs> after that season last year. It was like, oh my gosh, they're. We have this young group, and they're playing well, and you know I mean, they ended up winning what thirty nine games last year and mm-hmm. and it was like, "Oh man, like we have all these young guys, and they're playing well, like they don't they don't know what to do right now, and they're just playing hard, and they're winning games, so once they figure out what to do, like watch out and then the one guy who was sort of teaching them what to do it just pff, fired you own. And then it was like, okay, well, now we got to re-scramble. But still, we still have the same group of – literally like the same group of players that we had last season. So all Luke had to do was step in and just kind of continue what Dave was doing. And then this season happens and everybody's just like, okay, well, what actually happened? <laughs> at, at a certain point,
1: I think there should be a rule in the NBA that if you have so many losing seasons in a row, the team should
0: be relocated relocated you're going to take away the Kings <laughs> like like at a certain point the
1: Kings losing isn't helping the NBA's brand so maybe and I'm not just saying the Kings obviously I don't want the Kings to move but like if you really want to get rid of tanking in the NBA implement a, like a wins quota that every <laughs> franchise needs to hit or else they're getting sold
0: that's rough that is rough it's like literally this
1: franchise is hitting its head against the wall hoping that it breaks through and it's like you're stupid (laughs) (laughs) we've been in the lottery for 15 years I
0: guess (laughs) I guess the thing for me because I've been a fan of two terrible teams pretty Mm. much my entire life at least with the Raiders right now, you can see the framework of like a plan. They have a
1: good coach.
0: Yeah, well, they have a good coach. They have a GM now who is who just came out of a draft who may have just drafted one of the best rookie classes the NFL has seen in a while. At least on whoa, one team. Whoa.
1: I mean, for Oakland.
0: No, 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 no. No,
1: let's in just it. wait. He'll, Pump the brakes, bro. Hold
0: on. Hold on, okay. That rookie class this year was the best rookie class in the league, collectively. The Cowboys got Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. The I same. Did, draft. I said one
1: of. I didn't say the. Bro, just pump, just, just you. Stop while you're ahead. Just say one of the best cl- draft classes that Oakland has ever had.
0: The NFL. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. They have a GM who knows, who knows the draft, knows how to draft well, at least so far. And they have a coach who came in and had a plan from the get-go. And they at least have a framework like, okay, this is where we're going to head. So as a fan, at least I can sit back and go, okay, well, they're trying. And I see what they're doing. So, you know, let's see where this goes. With the Kings right now, there's no transparency. It doesn't seem to be like a clear playing And I guess as a fan that's kinda of frustrating because I have on one side a team that's bad but is working towards, you know, whatever goal they have set in place. I don't know what it is written on the wall and was that in uh, Vegas' but, first year? Uh no. Last season? No, that was his second year. And they oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and to their credit, I mean, um they were better this season. Than they were last year, so they got better. Um, and not only that, but they had to deal with with a bunch of injuries um, this season as well, which which stunk. Um, but like they, what the, <laughs> you Go ahead.
1: What the what the Kings did is like if Oakland were to just randomly fire John Gruden after this last season.
0: That's that's literally I, yeah.
1: no. You are right. The Kings did to themselves Mm -hmm. to put it on a full, like we talk about giving coaches a chance to succeed. Yes. Dave Yeager was there for four years, but he got De'Aaron Fox for two. and was on the up and up. Mm -hmm. He got buddy healed for two. He got Bo Don, and he got Marvin for just one year. It was like, at what point do we say, Hey, let's see where this goes. Maybe, if they don't make the playoffs this season, you say, Okay, yes, it's the coach's fault. Yeah. You, you can't take that out of the question, man.
0: Yeah. Like with I think with the Raiders in twenty eighteen to, uh, to nineteen, they were four and twelve. That was Gruden's first season. Yeah. And then next season with a bunch of rookies that they drafted. There were seven and nine, and they dealt with injuries. So there was a three game jump. They they're they're trending in the right direction. They played better this year. I the thought they had Antonio Brown and Montez perfect. Too. And, yeah, and they thought yeah, two guys they were gonna be thought they were gonna be counting on weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, they brought in their guy. There was an improvement. They drafted well, and they're moving in the right direction. Do I think they're gonna? Win the Super Bowl next year, no, but I think they're going to be better than they were last year um i don't think eight and eight is a is a, is a at least at the beginning a, a bad thing to sort of hope for uh, anything more than that would be great um but for the kings right now like there's no there's, there' doesn't seem to be a plan um because with Jaeger, it seemed like okay, the kings are starting to form an identity, and their identity is we 're going to run you into the ground. Like, we're just going to be faster than you. We may not play the greatest defense, but it's not going to matter because if you score on us, you're going to turn around and we're already going to have a bucket. Like, that was that was how they were playing. They were running with the Warriors. Like, when the Kings and Warriors played last season, I think the Warriors beat them all four times, but I think the games were all, like, within two, three points, maybe five. You remember that? Yeah. It was crazy. They were running with the Warriors, and they were forming an identity, and then they took the coach away, and then their identity just went out the window.
1: Well, they, they got an identity. They can't shoot free throws. Put put as many threes up as humanly possible. But they don't even do that right, because Houston one up them and said, you know what, we're going to have all, all five positions put
0: up threes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But I feel like that's sort of out of the norm. I don't. Houston ain't going to win with that formula.
1: They're winning more games than Sacramento is. Well, they have better players.
0: <laughs> huh,
1: well, put the best five out there.
0: Who is the King's best five?
1: Uh, De'Aaron, Buddy, Bogdan, Harrison, and uh, I guess Marvin
0: or Harry. Oh, I yeah. You said Harrison. I immediately thought of Harry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: to his credit, Bialitsa has been one of the more consistent. <laughs> Surprisingly, this year. yeah. And it's oh my gosh! Would he be be this big of a piece on any other team? Probably not. No.
0: Maybe in Cleveland, but maybe they already Port- have their own Portland. Bialitsa. Portland's pretty trash. Yeah, Portland's not great. Although we say Portland's trash and they have a better record than the Kings, so. Yeah, but they got Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. That same dude at the gym asked me if I would have ra- if I would rather have Damian Lillard or De'Aaron Fox, and I was like, uh Dame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dame, please. <laughs> like, I know. And for me it's not close.
1: <laughs> it's crazy that uh the Kings could have had Damian
0: Lillard. This shoulda woulda coulda, you know.
1: They could have had Damian Lillard and Demarcus Cousins on the same team.
0: Yep. But Demarcus is no longer <clears throat> in the league anymore. He will be. I feel like eventually.
1: Some team will pick him up. Apparently Milwaukee wants to pick him up. Huh. Why wouldn't you pick him up? Like, the risk is, oh, he doesn't play for us, I guess. But you're not paying him anything. And this the height is he could average 20 points
0: maybe. Well, and the thing with Milwaukee is if you're already first in the division and you bring him in on like just a sort of one-year veteran minimum or whatever, you know, you're not risking anything. You're re- like you said, your reward is a is extreme, extreme. You get a player who, you know – in his heyday, was like a twenty five and twelve guy, and is yeah. obviously not that same player right now. But could ease could I would imagine could still come in and give you some pretty valuable minutes. And if you're Milwaukee, you're not risking anything because you're already first in the division. So if it doesn't work out, then whatever, just go back to what you were doing.
1: Like, is he not better than
0: Robin Lopez right now? I'd probably say he is better than Robin Lopez. He's probably not. He's no not in as good a shape as Robin right now. He needs to get back in a basketball <laughs> shape. And could he not be better than Brook Lopez? I feel like he could.
1: Oh, Brook Lopez is good. But, but he... Marcus Cousins is...
0: In his heyday. We don't what we're talking about right now.
1: But the skills aren't...
0: aren't gone. It's yes. just his body's failing him. Right. And you would think that he could at least come off the bench and give you some good minutes. So... Milwaukee would be interesting, actually. I like that. I like that. Or well,
1: I mean, the Clippers want him, and the the Lakers might even re-sign him.
0: <laughs> hey, we're just kidding. <laughs> just wait, kidding, wait, wait,
1: big fella. Come back
0: in here. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, I feel like we hit everything. You good? Do you have anything pressing that you need to say? I'm super tired. Cool, me too. Um, thank you, guys, so much for listening. Um, we hope you uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode, um, and uh, we will uh, we'll try to get a we'll try to get a guest on within the next week or two, um, spice things up again. I uh, hope you guys have a fantastic week, and uh, we'll see you all uh, next Tuesday.
1: Thanks, guys.